0: What's up, guys? It's JC, and I'm here with Emma today, and we are so excited because she's doing an intern podcast takeover. Yes. So Emma was one of the interns today that was chosen to do our podcast, mm-hmm. and so we're so excited to have Emma. Emma, tell them what kind of intern you are here at High Street. Thank you for asking,
1: JC. So I was a hospitality and assimilation intern, but now I'm doing youth, so I'm a next-level intern for the youth right now. Um, With hospitality and assimilation, I really just worked closely with JC and Coco, and I just really made High Street feel like home for a lot of people. And it was really sweet getting to connect with people one-on-one in all stages of life. Mm -hmm. Um, But now for youth, it's a little bit harder because they're a lot younger and it's kind of hard to connect, but that is a lot of one-on-one conversations with those kids. And it's so sweet because that's something that I've never had whenever I was little, um, being in a youth group and stuff like that. So it's sweet to be someone who I didn't have.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah. You guys should know this about Emma. She's one of the greatest connectors with people. Mm. That I've ever met. And so no matter what area of the church you're serving in, I'm confident that you're connecting with people, Mm -hmm. building relationships and making a difference for Jesus Christ. So I'm so excited you're here with us. So excited you're next leveling Mm. and so excited I got to know you this summer when you were in hospitality and assimilation.
1: Mm. You are sweet, JC. Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: But Emma, I heard that you just got a new job.
1: I did. Thank you for asking. Uh, do you want
0: to know where it's at? At Starbucks, at correct? Starbucks. So just give me a little bit of a secret about the Starbucks employees. Okay.
1: First of all, if you guys do want to visit me, I work at the one across from the mall. <laughs> and I will not be making drinks yet because like the um, like espresso shot ratio to like the pumps of syrup. I'm just not there yet. At first day on the job. It's fine. Can take it one day at a time. Yeah. So today I worked the drive-thru.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: I took people's money essentially. Okay, said, it's seven sixty-seven. Do you want to pay cash or car <laughs> Do you want to pay the Starbucks app? What do you want? Um, and that was good because I got to interact with a lot of people. Um, but yeah, it's good. It was unexpected job, but I'm really thankful for it.
0: Mm. So what is that secret that we should all know about about you at Starbucks? Mm.
1: Well, I'll be the one in the green apron. Um, and then besides that, please please do not order a grande and then switch it up and be like no a venti frappuccino with 15 shots of espresso and seven <laughs> pumps of cinnamon dolce latte flavoring and then you'll be like oh wait never mind it's just a lot and i'm just new and i'm just trying <laughs> to find the first button okay so it's just really hard and we're learning and we're working at it Um, But if you could take it easy and just order my favorite drink, a pumpkin cream cold brew, that would be amazing. Thank you guys very much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love those tips, Emma, because I forget about the workers. But sometimes I just go in there and Mm -hmm. I'm like, got to have an iced coffee, almond milk, two Mm -hmm. Splendas, two shots of vanilla, Mm -hmm. one shot pumpkin spot, like all these different things. But, you Mm -hmm. know, I should just should just stick with the menu.
1: Yeah. But I'm here to make the experience enjoyable. So whatever you want, I will just learn how to do it. So, yeah. I'm
0: sure you'll get better with time.
1: Yeah, so please come visit me.
0: Positive. Yeah. Well, Emma, why don't you tell everyone what we're talking about today?
1: Yes. Yeah, so we are talking about listening to God, which is something that I've struggled with in my life, even after I accepted Jesus. So it's kind of just discerning the voice of God and just being willing to listen to even what he has to say to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because it's hard to make decisions. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. sure everyone listening can relate to that. We never Mm -hmm. know what our next step is. And it's even harder sometimes as a Christian because we're like, okay, we know God's got our future. Um, We don't have to worry about it. We don't have to be anxious about it. That's what he tells us. But Mm -hmm. like, what's our next step? What's going to happen? How do we know what to do next? And that's when we really have to listen to God's voice. So I am so excited for us to talk about this today. Mm -hmm. And I hope that people just learn a little bit of something from it. So, Emma, why don't you tell us? the last time you were deceived.
1: Mm, This is good because I feel like whenever we try to listen to God, we don't know if it's God or if it's Mm. Satan, honestly, and we're being deceived. So I will start you guys off with kind of a funny story about the last time I was deceived. Um, I was at Target, the places of all places, you know, it's fall time and I'm a girl, so I'm trying to look good. I will get those fun colored pants. So I went in, And they don't have their dressing rooms open because it's Hmm. in the middle of COVID. So those are closed. So I just got a size six because it's my go-to size. It sounds like a good number. I just remember my pant size always being a six, right? So I went ahead and bought it, self-checkout, brought them home and tried them on. And then to my surprise, they like would barely go up my thighs. So (laughs) there's that. And (laughs) they like didn't fit. So I was deceived in thinking that I was a six when I'm actually a 10. So yeah. don't get me wrong. I love my body, but I was deceived by Target's sizes.
0: So I was <laughs> yes. bamboozled, if you will. Yeah, you were. And that happens. You yeah. know, it's it's been a hard time with. Covid and yeah. dressing dressing rooms are just closed oh, and all those Starbucks drinks will get to you. <laughs> they will. They will. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that funny story. But in all seriousness, the Bible does talk about deception and how Satan yeah. deceives us. Mm-hmm. Um, John ten ten says Satan deceives us because he's the thief and he comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came to give us life abundantly. Yeah. So when I hear that verse, I'm like. Satan is always working, but so is God. Um, yeah. Satan's trying to deceive us through the world, through mm-hmm. our flesh, through all different circumstances in our life, but Jesus wants to have life abu- wants us to have life abundantly yeah and so what do you think about that?
1: Um, when I think of having life abundantly, I just think that is like the sweetest gift from God, knowing that we don't deserve any gifts he gives us, but he still loves us and chooses to give us that um, and actually a little bit later in John. 16 7 through 8 jesus is talking to his disciples and he is talking about like hey i'm about to go into heaven i'm going to be killed on the cross but it's good that this is happening because once i leave the helper sorry the helper will be there for you guys and i was like the first Mm -hmm. time i read that i was like okay well what does he mean what's the helper um but then i was like reading some commentary and going through it i'm like that's the holy spirit And I feel like that is one of the most underrated three in one. Like you have God, you have Jesus, and you have the Holy Spirit. And I feel like a lot of people overlook it. But ever since Jesus left this earth, he gave us that gift of the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. to dwell in us and lead us like in the way everlasting, lead us to make decisions that lead to life, lead us to make decisions that choose Jesus over our flesh. Mm -hmm. So it really is like the sweetest gift from God, like after he physically left this world. And whenever we're talking about the Holy Spirit, like the Bible talks about the fruits of the spirit. And apparently there's a song where you can learn the fruits of the spirit. I haven't learned it yet, but I'm working on quite a
0: few songs. Yeah. Look I'm it not. up.
1: Yeah. Look it up. Um, but the fruits of the spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And when I think of those things, I just think of, life-giving things that you can bring to any circumstance in any time in your life really so yeah
0: yeah. Man, I love that you mentioned that those are gifts that God gives us through the Holy Spirit. Yeah, Because um, if you think about each of those, we're not all encompassing of those every single day. Yeah. There's no way we could be or we would be perfect. And mm-hmm. Jesus is the only one who is perfect. So yeah. we need to really press into each of those and see which one we're lacking in and continuously ask God um, to convict us and grow us in each of those areas. Yeah. So I'm, I'm so glad you brought those up. And I, I just want to ask you, what's your favorite fruit of the Spirit? Emma, my
1: favorite fruit of spirit. Thank you for asking. Um, I would probably say self-control
0: because that
1: has saved me from a lot of scenarios in my life. And that has just saved me from a lot of decisions that I knew I shouldn't make, but deep down I was like, Oh, but it's fun. I want to do this. But the Holy spirit was like, Emma, no, that's not the way of Jesus. So it's definitely present in my life. If I'm willing to listen, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. 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 So JC, Yes.
1: I have a question for you. What's up? So do you have a time where you listen to the voice of God?
0: Yeah. So I'll just share this quick story. Um, I just graduated from Missouri State in May, but last year when I was a senior uh, fall semester, I was next leveling. So Mm -hmm. I was in Emma's shoes, but I was doing with hospitality and assimilation. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was talking to Laura Demers, who does women's ministry here at High Street. Mm, Amazing woman. Amazing woman. And Mm -hmm. I was like, Laura, I really feel like God's placed it on my heart to work at the local church, but Mm -hmm. I don't know what that looks like. And she was like, okay, well, have you prayed and fasted over it? And I was like, haven't tried it yet. Honestly, not yet. And she was like, we'll take this weekend, choose one day of this weekend and pray and fast and ask God specifically if he will show you if you're supposed to work at the church or not. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. Let's do it. <laughs> and I was expecting, you know, like after I graduated, yeah. I would get a job or mm-hmm. maybe God would answer this prayer later down the road, mm-hmm. but little did I know the next week Coco comes to me and she's like, I have a job description and I have an opportunity for you to work here at the church. And I was like, no, I was like, I literally prayed about this (laughs) once. God, you're, you're working. And that was just so cool because at that moment I was like, okay, I got this opportunity and then Mm -hmm. little fears and lies started to creep in. And I I know Satan was trying to deceive me and say, you're not good enough. You're not ready. You're still in school. You Mm -hmm. have eight Mm -hmm. months left of school. Um, don't do it. But then I also could go back to specifically what I had prayed for. Mm -hmm. And I could be like, okay, when I asked God specifically if I could have a job at the Mm -hmm. church, I didn't know how he would answer that prayer. And I knew that I needed to trust his sovereignty. Mm -hmm. um, But since he did make it so clear that that's what I was supposed to do by literally giving me an opportunity the next week, I had to go back to that and be like, that's from God.
1: Yeah, absolutely. JC, that's so good. And I'm so happy you got that position because you just give life to so many people here at this church. Mm, um, sweet. But, uh, thank you. I like how you mentioned that at the end of it, whenever you fasted and you prayed, you were mm. like, I just, I don't know like what's going to happen. And during that time of like desperation, little fears and lies started to creep mm. into your head. I don't love that that happened to you. Um, but I think it's evident that you knew that um, and that you knew that that didn't come from God because it was fear. And it was lies because, you know, that God obviously fearfully, and wonderfully made you and he's called you to a higher standard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that if this was in the will of God, that he would make it happen. And even though you got this position, if you didn't, God would still turn it. Absolutely. To good. Like, yeah, you might get another job that was meant to be. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So even if like you're in a circumstance and you don't necessarily get what you desire, you know, mm-hmm. that that's not in God's will and that he has just such a a sweeter and better plan for you. But I'm happy yours worked out.
0: Thank you so much, Emma. Yeah. You're welcome. It's been a true gift from God because yeah. I know we mentioned gifts earlier, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just been cool to see how he has worked that out all yeah. according to him and how he desired yeah. um, it to work out for me. And it, it's different for every person. And I feel yeah. like some people mm-hmm. um, have to listen to God in different and unique ways, but mm-hmm. what are some practical ways we can tell every person to listen to God's voice?
1: Yeah. So that's good. Even like what you said in your story, you still chose to listen to God, even when like those lies and fears crept in. So that's really good. Um, but it is difficult. I'm not going to lie. It is just not our first instinct, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, because, you know, we live in a broken world and yeah. you're like, OK, well, what do I do now? I'm just going to do it myself. But kind of like JC, lean into God in these moments because it is just so beneficial. So mm-hmm. I did make a three step plan to listening to love God. it making practical ways to listen to God. So the first one is get to know God. Hmm. And if you don't know God, I would be bold in saying that it is the best decision you're ever going to make. Hmm. Is your life perfect? Absolutely not. But at the same time, it is so life-giving. We talked about the fruits of the Spirit. That is what dwells in you for the rest of your life whenever you accept Christ. So get to know God. And if you're already a believer, um, how do you get to know God? You get to know God by praying. And talking to him and having that relationship with him. And we can do that through Jesus, Mm. which is so sweet. And then fasting, kind of like JC did whenever she was thinking about doing full-time ministry and having a job here at High Street. And then getting into the Word, reading the Bible. Like we mentioned um, some verses in John that are just, that's what leads us in a lot of our lives and our daily activities. Mm. We go back to Scripture. We know that truth whenever lies and fears and things from Satan creep in. So we have those to fall back on. And it's just so sweet the way God has given us that gift, not only the Holy Spirit, um, but also the Bible, which is just an absolute love letter to us and how God loves us over and over again, no matter how many times we don't want to choose him. Hmm. And then the last one is to bring your thoughts to the light um, by having community. So if you're a believer, have a community of fellow believers who just Mm -hmm. will point you back to truth, point you back to scripture and just love you no matter what. And you might be going through a time where you might be feeding yourself lies and you're believing these lies, but your community around you, they will lead you into the light. Mm -hmm. And you know that these lies can't live in darkness anymore whenever you say it out loud. So some of my best friends, I would say these things, knowing that they're irrational and they'd be like, Emma, this isn't you. This is what God has for you. Lean on that. And it's been the sweetest thing because no, I wasn't fixed immediately, but now they know and they can hold me accountable and they can just check up on me all the time and they can just love me even more. Like it breaks down a wall if that makes sense. And even when you talk to Jesus about it too, because Mm. he already knows your heart. So you might as well just say it out loud. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So get to know God if you haven't, if you don't know God and if you do strengthen your spiritual disciplines. Mm. So fasting, praying, getting the word. Mm. And then finally, Bringing things to light with your like fellow believers, so by community. So those are the three practical steps. Yeah,
0: those are awesome, and I love how you mentioned getting in God's day, word daily. Yeah, um, because He gave it to us as a tool, and that's our mm-hmm. tool we can use to directly hear from him. It's his word. Um, it's sharper than any two-edged sword is what the word says. So, um, I think that getting in that daily and just praying over the things that you're reading also can help you align your thoughts and your decisions with what God is saying. And it's so cool to see what you can take away from scripture and someone else might take away something completely different, Mm -hmm. but that's how, you know, God's speaking directly towards you because Mm -hmm. you got something specific from him and God is a God of clarity, not of confusion. Mm -hmm. Um, and then lastly, I love, that you talked about bringing things into community. I'm so thankful you have friends that can hold Mm -hmm. you accountable after you share those fears and lies with them that Satan is trying to get you down with. Because really when your other believer friends are like, Emma, you know, that's not true. You're like, you're right. right. When it's in your head, it just, it sounds like it could be a possibility. Mm -hmm. But when you share it in the light, you're like, okay, actually, I know that has to be a lie. So I love that.
1: That's very true. And even like of this world, like Jesus has called us higher. Mm. And he loves us so much that he doesn't want that life for you. And we know that Satan comes to destroy and kill. You know what I'm saying? But Jesus just loves you so much that he gave you the Holy Spirit. And he did that to lead you in the way everlasting. So you can have life and have it abundantly, like you said earlier. Mm. So. Very sweet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we hope you guys got something from this podcast today and learned how to listen to God's voice. I know Emma and I have um, tried to take some of these practical steps and implement them into our own lives. And that's how we've heard from God in a lot of Mm -hmm. ways. So um, yeah, let us know if these helped you. And we are just so encouraged that you guys would choose to listen to this. So
1: thanks, Emma. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. And like I said, come visit me at Starbucks. Thanks, guys. Do it.